Inspiring others to inspire themselves, welcome to Flow in the Spirit, where we take a dive into the natural world to offer spiritual guidance to the believers and non-believers of Christ. Everyone is invited to Flow in the Spirit, hosted by yours truly, Official Mama Ann. What's up, you guys? Happy Thursday. I am so excited that we are finally at the end of the Aligned series. You guys, it's been a long time coming. We have so far, this is the sixth episode for the Aligned series, seventh episode for Flowing the Spirit altogether. We are doing a great job, you guys. Honestly, I am proud of every last one of you for listening to me. I know that sometimes our episodes can be long-winded, but hey, guess what? You know, we're trying to stay under that 35, 40-minute mark. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about what we're talking about today. Did that make sense? I think it did. I don't know. Okay, so I would like to thank each of you, first of all, who have texted me, sent me encouragements and confirmation on this podcast. Honestly, this series has been an eye-opener for me because one thing that the Word teaches is that you are the first partaker of the Word um, and that you learn everything and then that when you learn that, the things that you have learned, you regurgitate those things and give them back to the people that are listening to you. So I am so excited that I finally get to understand certain parts of the Bible that you know, you kind of just look over and like, oh, okay, I get it. That's a scripture. Move on. But we're not doing that. Okay. We're getting deep into our word. We're studying. We're opening different genres of scripture. And we are going to understand what the Bible talks about when it comes to the world we live in today. So let's go ahead and jump right into flow in the spirit on this Thursday. Let's go. All right. So in this episode, we are going to cover the heart, throat, third eye, and the crown chakra. As I stated in the last episode, we're only going to cover scripture because we already know what the Bible speaks on when it comes to the wisdom of the world. It is the foolishness of the spirit. Okay. We already know that we're not going to get deep into that. However, let's go ahead and get started with the heart chakra, which speaks on love and compassion. In first John four and 16, we see that it says, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever loves in, lives in love lives in God and God in them. Do I need to read it again? And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. All right. Second Corinthians one verses three through four. It says, praise be to the God and our father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So I know that's a lot of words. OK, we're going to break that down now that we know that God is love from first John chapter four, verses 16. Now we're going to come into second Corinthians chapter one, verses three through four. And it says that the praise is given to God, our father. Right. He is the father of compassion. He is the God of love. And that he is the God of comfort, of all comfort. Right. He comforts all of our troubles, all of our cares of the world. And we cast all our cares on him for him to comfort us. Right. OK. So it also states that if we are comforted in Christ, then that we also should be the comforters of the world. Those who have not received God's comfort, we should be the example so that those that are in trouble are comforted by God's love through us. Right. All right. Cool. Moving on into the throat chakra. 
Communication. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18 speaks, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. I think that pretty much makes sense. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Okay, cool. Colossians 3, verse 8. But now you must rid yourselves of all such things as these of anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Now, I know a lot of us, we have come from a a history of cursing. I know a lot of us kind of don't know how to draw back when it comes to certain curse words. But I can say that if we continue daily to listen to nothing but spiritual faith-based music, if we continue to listen to music that does not have cursing, I promise you that filthy language will be released from your lips. You will no longer want to speak in filthy language. Yes, you may be tempted, but it's with the Holy Spirit that allows us to gain the strength to not use those words, right? So it says we must rid ourselves of all such things, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language. So if you out there gossiping about your coworker or your boss, you need to stop, okay? God doesn't like that type of communication. If you speak in anger and you speak in rage, you need to stop. God don't like that type of communication. So now we're going to move on into the third eye chakra, which is a very trendy thing from music to Hollywood to the dollar that we have in our hands. The third eye is seen in a lot of different places. I know a lot of us are starting to see the blue necklaces with the eye in the middle. It's getting on my nerves because we are really promoting the agenda of the spiritual realms that are no longer pure in spirit. We're really promoting it heavy, like heavy, heavy, heavy. So with that being said, the third eye chakra represents intuition and imagination. The definition of intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So I originally understood the definition of intuition as a spirit, the spirit of discernment. But after talking to my dad, honestly, y'all, he brought to my attention that the ability to discern is a spiritual gift. So then I had to do more research into what the spiritual gifts were. Everyone has the intuition but not everybody has the ability to discern in the spirit. So that is one thing that I understood from my father, Christian for many years. <laughs> my dad's 64 this year. Shout out to dad. Um, but I also want to make a point that intuition and discernment are sin are synonyms, right? So you're probably saying, so Anne, like, what are you saying? Okay. Your dad just said that they're different, but you're saying that they're similar, right? So let's get deeper into why I'm saying that they're different, but they're the same. You know how you'd be like tomato, tomato, same difference. Intuition, spirit of discernment, same difference. So the Bible does not speak on intuition specifically when we're looking at the English translation of what intuition is. However, through different translations of the Bible, we understand that the spirit of discernment and intuition are similar, right? So the gift of discerning spirits is the gift to recognize whether or not something, whether that be the message that you listen to on YouTube, me on podcast or a prophet is truly from God or in accordance with righteousness. With that being said, the scriptures to follow along with this would be first Corinthians chapter 12 verses eight through 10. And it reads, 
To one, there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. We're talking about the Holy Spirit, Christ, the father of Jesus, you know, him. All right, cool. And then in verse nine, it says to another faith by to another faith by the same. So a gift of faith by the same spirit to another, the gift of healing by that one spirit. We're still talking about the same spirit to another miraculous powers and to another prophecy to another distinguishing spirits to another speaking in different tongues and still to another, the interpretation of tongues. That's a lot of gifts. So right now I'm seeing one wisdom, two knowledge, three faith, four, the gifts of healing, five miraculous powers, six prophecy, seven distinguishing between spirits, eight different tongues and nine, the interpretation of tongues. So now we understand that there are nine gifts of the spirit and only God, the spirit, father, son, and the Holy spirit will be able to grant you these gifts through your birth in Christ, right? Okay. In first John chapter four, verses one through six, it says, dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the spirit. You must test them to see if the spirit they have comes from God for they are, for there are many false prophets in the world, still false prophets in today's world. So verse three says such a person has the spirit of the antichrist which you heard is coming into the world and indeed is already here. Verse four says, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Verse five says, these people belong to this world. So they speak from the world's viewpoint and the world listens to them. But we, the people of God, belong to God. And those who know God listen to us. So that's similar saying to like what my podcast is about. When I say to the believers and non-believers of Christ, the believers of Christ are going to listen to the podcast, understand the podcast and go deeper. The non-believers of Christ will take certain things that I may say and accept it. And they also may take certain things that I say and not believe in it because they're not a believer in Christ. They first have to find Christ and then understand the spiritual understandings that the ministers, teachers, pastors and evangelists give to them for them to fully understand the words of God. All right. So then we're going to go back into verse six. It says, but we belong to God and those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. So that teaches us that from first Corinthians 12 verses eight through 10, that we have spiritual gifts that God gives to us through the spirit. And that in first John chapter four, verses one through six, this is showing us how a person with the spirit of distinguishing spirits will be able to understand that they'll be able to understand that if a person that is not of God will understand God. But if you are not in Christ, you won't be able to understand. All right, cool. Um, And then I also said that for those scriptures to speak on the gift of God, that also shows us that we have to have a spiritual birthing. But I believe that if we choose to follow in the footsteps of King Solomon, we can receive the gift of discernment through our conversation with God. So this now can break down into two parts. 
So now that we all know that God will have the final say whether or not we need a specific gift, we can also find out if God has the final say on whether or not we would like to have another spiritual gift. And this is what I mean by that. So in a dream, God was speaking to King Solomon in first Kings chapter three, verses seven through 10. It says, now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased with Solomon and asked that he asked for this. Verse 11 says, so God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies, but for the discernment of administering justice. This is the key. This is two different things. I will do what you have asked and I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in disobedience to me, if you walk in obedience, sorry, y'all, verse 14, if you walk in obedience to keep me and my decrees and commands as David, your father did, I will give you long life. Now, the key part of this is like, well, and I'm confused now. The key is is that only God will give you the gift of discerning spirits. That's the key part. Only God will give you the gift of discerning spirits. But you can ask for the gift of discernment when it comes to right and wrong. I'm going to read verse 9 again. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and distinguish between right and wrong. Everybody got it? Okay. So even though you won't have the gift to discern in the spirit, you can still have the gift to discern in the natural. And by that, I mean, for example, if somebody said, hey, and like, I would love for you to come out to our house party tonight. You know, it's just going to be a little kickback. It's not going to be too many people. If you don't allow the Holy Spirit to move through you and you listen to his voice and also ask God for the discernment to distinguish between right and wrong. What's to say that if you did not have that and you went to that party, you would still come back breathing? Who's to say that if you went to that party, your car could get in an accident? Who's to say that if you went to that party, something else bad would have happened that you wouldn't have been able to make it back in time? Like your parents passing away or something wrong happening at the house and you couldn't make it back because you're so far away at this party. If you're not discerning in the spirit to listen to God and his voice, then there's a lot of things that will happen or have like a little domino effect because you're not allowing God to move through you and listen to him and his voice. Now, listening to God's voice also does come with a relationship with God. If you do not nurture that relationship, we all know what's going to happen. It's not going to work. So to sum it all up, God gives us two things, what he know we need and the opportunity to acquire more. 
So he knows that we may or may not need the gift of discerning spirits. Maybe you might need the gift of faith or the gift of miraculous powers. But if you also would like to discern the ability to have the knowledge of knowing right and wrong, then you can also ask God to give you more. And if God sees that you need that and that you acquire that, he will grant you the desires of your heart if your heart is pure in intent. So when you nurture your relationship with Christ, you will be able to hear his voice and follow his voice, a.k.a. the intuition the world calls a conscience. You know how in Pinocchio, little Jiminy Cricket? Yeah. But once we accept God into our life, that little cricket becomes a big God guiding your footsteps into a new life. All right. So let's go ahead and move on into the crown chakra. All right. So the crown chakra is awareness and intelligence. Again, we see that the crown chakra is another reflection of the gifts of the spirit. I'll go back and read that scripture. It says in first Corinthians chapter 12, verse eight. To one, there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom to another, a message of knowledge by means of that same spirit, the gift of wisdom. And this is just what the gift of wisdom is. It is the gift to make choices and give leadership that is according to God's will. And the gift of knowledge is the gift to comprehensively understand a spiritual issue or circumstance. So if I was to walk in the gift of wisdom, it would be in the natural realm because I would have to make choices and give leadership. But I would also have to follow God's will in order for all of the things that I would like to see in my ministry or in just the natural workplace come to pass. If I don't do the things that God has allowed me to do and spoke to me to do, then certain things will not fall into place because I was not operating in the gift of wisdom that he has already given me. Right. The gift of knowledge is to comprehend something in the spiritual realm. Okay, so when you're reading the word or you're listening to somebody speak, the gift of knowledge is to understand that and to take it to a deeper level in order for you to utilize it to the people that you have to minister to. Okay, so when I looked at the definition of awareness, awareness is the quality or state of being aware, the knowledge and understanding that something is happening or exists. So. If you typed into your Bible app, awareness, unfortunately, there was not any scriptures that actually popped up. So your girl had to go and find the synonyms. And as we all know, the synonyms for awareness was what? Knowledge, understanding. Cool. So in Job 28, verse 28. It says, and he said to the human race, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom and to shun evil is understanding. So anytime that we walk in the fear of the Lord and we're not talking about, oh, my God, I'm so scared of Jesus. What if he does this? That is not the fear of the Lord. OK, I hate when I see people on TikTok and Instagram talk about, oh, y'all scared of y'all, God. You don't see other religions scared of their God. Um, that is not what we're talking about. We fear the Lord. That means to reverence him. We, we honor him. Okay. There's a difference between being scared of someone and you fear your parents. You honor your parents. There's a difference between being scared of someone and honoring them because you don't want to disappoint them because you don't want to let them down. Right. 
You want to obey their laws and follow through with them. That is what the fear of the Lord is to love him, to serve him, to honor him and to give him reverence through obeying his word. That's wisdom. Okay. And then it says to shun evil is understanding. So we already know that if we are following anything that we have listened to in these past podcast episodes, if you're doing tarot cards, astrology, numerology, philosophy, divination, all of those different things, if you're walking in those things now, that is an evil spirit. It is not of God. It is an evil spirit. Shun those things and you will have understanding. So in Ecclesiastes chapter two, verses 26 to the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom. Okay. And we're talking about him as in the Holy Spirit, the father, the son, the Holy Spirit, you know, him. So to the man who pleases God, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. But to the sinner, he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth to hand it over to the one who pleases God. And this is what they say that the wealth of the wicked will be laid up for the righteous. Right. Okay. So in intelligence, intelligence is the ability to learn or understand or to deal with new or trying situations and the ability to apply knowledge to manipulate one's environment or to think abstractly as measured by objective criteria such as tests. Okay. So intelligence is the ability to learn or understand or to deal with new or trying situations. Someone can be intelligent if they have to build a building. Someone can be intelligent if they have to solve a math problem. Someone can be intelligent if they are giving a problem at work and have to provide a solution. Okay. New or trying situations. Now in Proverbs chapter one, verses seven, it says the fear of the Lord is beginning is the beginning of knowledge. Here we go back to the fear of the Lord. If you honor him, reverence him, you serve him. That is the beginning of knowledge. Only fools despise wisdom and instruction. In Proverbs chapter 15, verses 14, it says the heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feed on folly, which is pretty much foolish things, foul things, bad things. So I learned a lot strictly off of these four chakras, the crown, the third eye, the throat and the heart. I learned a lot so far. Um, And I think my favorite chakra that we talked about today, obviously, because I spoke on it so much, was the third eye. Because there have been times in my life where even though I was away from the Holy Spirit, because I wasn't fully serving him, I wasn't fully walking in my path of leading into Christ, um, I was still allowed, I was still able to listen to him. And the example that I gave about going to a house party, that was me multiple times up in Greensboro getting invited to go out. And I'll just sit there and I'm like, no, not tonight. And I have avoided being possibly shot at twice for sure. Um, I have avoided different fights that broke out, possibly getting hurt. I have avoided car accidents because I didn't choose to go to certain parties all because quote unquote, at that time, that conscience that I had spoke to me was like, no, you shouldn't go out tonight. And I stayed home at my dorm and watch movies or whatever else I did, hung out with friends. So obviously that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me, telling me, no, don't go out tonight. 
you're going to stay at home. And I did because there was a greater purpose for me besides going out and shaking my butt and then coming back home tired, almost about to miss class the next morning. You feel me? So with that being said, um, I pray that through this podcast today that you heard God's voice and that you utilize the word of God to guide your life and hopefully not a chakra. In the next episode, we're going to get into divination and that's going to cover astrology and tarot cards. Um, And we're also going to talk about the numerology, which is the triple numbers and stuff like that. We're going to talk about all of that briefly, mainly because, like I said in the beginning, everything that is in philosophy is of the world. Everything that is in philosophy is of the demonic spirit. So there's really no point on beating around or beating the bush multiple times. Like, oh, my God, that's the devil. That's the devil. That's the devil. No, we know that. So if we know these things, we're just going to touch on each one, what they're about. And I'll give you a little scriptures as to why they're not good. And we're going to get on with our day. You feel me? Because it's Flow in the Spirit Thursdays, y'all. And we got a lot of the stuff to do than sit and listen to a podcast, right? What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please follow me, leave a review, and definitely share it on your social media. If you have any topics or questions that you would like to discuss, message me at official with an X, Mama Ann, on Instagram. I'm so happy you stayed to the end, and I pray that you continue to flow in the spirit. See you next time. Peace.